on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. You are watching Ticker today. I'm Aaron Young. Joe Biden spending his week in Europe as he tries to shore up support for Ukraine 500 days after Russia kicked off its war last year. And as the war in Ukraine continues to rage on, concerns have been raised over the types of weapons the US is supplying to the country. And then there's this. This is Joe Biden over the weekend at the beach before heading off overseas, getting a bit of R&R &R and a bit of sun in there as well to discuss this and much more about what's happening in that summit. Let's bring in Bruce Wolpe from the US Study Center. It just wants to keep going back to that one picture. Uh, let's bring back in Bruce Wolpe. Here he is. Um, obviously, the president trying to get a bit of a break there. Yeah, I've uh, been to Rehoboth Beach several times when I was in Washington working in the, on the staff of the Congress. We go every summer for many summers to Rehoboth Beach. So I know the beach and know where the president is enjoying himself. And it's uh, your classic uh, East Coast uh, summer weekend. And I, I think he wants to have a little good skin color going into uh, the NATO meetings and really dealing with some tough issues. How important are these NATO meetings? Oh, they're very important. I mean, first of all, that I mean, the war in Ukraine is the number one world issue right now, uh, even more than the economy, because it involves the possibility of complete chaos and nuclear weapons. Uh, Biden will uh, showcase his continuing leadership of the Western alliance very potent, very effective. And then they're dealing with some issues. There's the weapons issues and getting weapons to the Ukrainians. And then whether Ukraine uh, can join NATO and when, when Ukraine will join NATO and under what conditions. Cluster is a good way to describe the conversation as well, because there's, you know, a lot of American allies saying, why are you doing this? We're very much against cluster bombs. Sending them so close into such an unpredictable war. Uh, what impact do you think this will have? Uh, it, it's a very difficult issue and it's sort of a surprising one. Well, how come armaments are so low? Why are they running out of ammunition and so forth? So th uh, that's a question for all the allies uh, and the and cluster bombs do. They're, they're terrible devices that will have long term effects for the unexploded ordnance left on the battlefield. But this is war. Ukraine needs to really make the most of this time and the big offensive that they want to have. Russia has not been pushed back yet. And so anything to make that possible to bring an end to this war is important. It's a rough decision and a difficult situation, but it's that decision has been taken and, and the, the cluster bombs are going to get there. Yeah. And the president spoke about, you know, it was difficult, as you mentioned. Um, he's heading to Helsinki as well, uh, where he's going to be meet, meeting with Finland, uh, newest member to NATO. This is a red flag to the Russian bull, this issue of NATO expanding. Many uh, on the Russian side have argued that the reason why they began this war in Ukraine was because of NATO getting far too close to its border. Now, the US president literally on its border welcoming in another NATO member. What will the impact of that be? And also the impact for Erdogan, who has a bit of a big say as to whether Ukraine could join NATO as well. It's going to make Putin extremely unhappy, and then that will have that could have uh, consequences, and we just have to take that into account as everything proceeds. Uh, and the relationship with Putin—it's just so difficult. And after the Prigozhin rebellion, you know, where does that leave Putin, and what does he need to do? And again, the presence of nuclear weapons, and when he's backed into a corner, as we've discussed many times, what's he going to do with those? As far as Turkey is concerned, I mean, Erdogan is a really difficult character to deal with. He wants, though, American F-16 planes. The, uh, the, the Senate has made clear, Biden has made clear, you may not get them until you let um, Sweden in here and we have a augmented NATO. So I think watch out for the Biden-Erdogan conversation and what comes out of that. 
I think they'll resolve it because the not resolving it leaves things in a very unsatisfactory position. And Biden really wants this. Um, quick thought. You know, I know we're going to be speaking uh, over the coming weeks as well. Will Biden make a secret trip again to Kiev? Uh, the, no, uh, Kiev is coming to Biden. In other words, I expect Zelensky to show up at the NATO meeting. And I think that'll be really important where they will then outline what is the roadmap for Ukraine post-war. You can't have Ukraine join NATO while the war is going on because an attack under Article 5 of NATO on any one nation is an attack on all of NATO. And so therefore, NATO would be directly at war. It's only indirectly at war now. So Ukraine is not going to enter NATO until the war is done. So let's get the war done. And then we figure it out. And better late than never, um, the president missed out uh, on the coronation for King Charles III, but he's turning up for his own show anyway. Will it be, sorry I missed you, but here I am? Uh, no, uh, 247 years ago, the United States made the right decision here. And uh, uh, King Charles and President Biden, who know each other and have met many, many times, well before Biden became president, they will have good, cordial, constructive meetings. And the king's role on climate change will be a highlight, I'm sure. I think I could break into uh, King, jo uh, King George's song from Hamilton right now, but uh, I'll spare you for that. Uh, all right, Bruce, thank you so much. I know you'll miss me. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be back. All right. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, more of Ticket Today. I'm Aaron Young. See you soon. <laughs> 